Design a killer opt-in page to explode your mailing list. Find out how on today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by ConvertKit. Your email list is your greatest asset. Put your business in the only hands that I trust at servedmaster.com front slash ConvertKit. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now. Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author, Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. Before we get started, I want to let you know that this is part one of a two-part series. In the next episode, we're going to dig deep in how to actually monetize people as soon as they join your mailing list. So you don't want to miss that episode. But first, we got to get people on that mailing list. You may notice that the rooster just went off. We do our best to minimize the background noise. One of my neighbors is blasting noise. My golden retriever is walking around my legs for some reason. I have the kids inside and hopefully they'll give me the 25 minutes I need to record. But what you're hearing is the sound of island life. It's really windy right now. So the palm trees are making a bit of noise. And so is the banana tree. It's very cool. We have some banana trees in our garden because eating a banana that you actually grew, it's magical. So I'm excited to spend some time with you guys talking about something really important. And this is on my mind because we're about to rebuild all the opt-in forms on my website. As part of the massive rebuild and possibly by the time you watch this episode, hopefully by the time you hear this episode, all the forms on my site will be rebuilt. And I want to take you through how powerful this can be. Now, the most important thing to understand is the emotion or the moment or what the experience is of someone who's visiting your website and meeting you for the first time when they see your opt-in form. There are a thousand things going on all at once and getting someone's email address is really, really hard. We want to let go of that old mindset of minimum viable product. The standard mindset that far too many of us have is what's the least I can make that people will give me their email address. The danger of this is that people read your first email, they download your gift, they unsubscribe from your list, you never hear from them again. What we really want to do is create gifts that are amazing. And I have other trainings on that, loads of courses on that, and there's other podcast episodes on that. People don't know if your gift is any good until they see it, and that's after they've given you your email address. So what you have to do is make it look good and sound amazing during this part of the interaction. The most important thing to understand is that an email is precious. It's precious, private, and valuable. I know people that will give you their personal phone number to their cell phones before they'll give you their email address. We all have different perceptions, but the way we see email has changed dramatically in the past 30 years. When I first was introduced to email, it was through America Online, and it was basically your America Online username, or back then we called it like a handle. No one says handle anymore, do they? None of us even say username, right? But we would have a name, and we wanted something really, really cool that was very memorable, And we would tell everyone who would hear it. And if someone knew your name, they could type in, as long as they spelled it right, inside of AOL's ecosystem, there was one user per name. That's where we invented the things like Jonathan Green 99. And actually, it used to be you would type in the name you want, like Jonathan Green 1, not available. Jonathan Green 2, not available. Jonathan Green 3, got it. Now that there are so many domains, you could just have your unique name at a different domain. But back then, that was really how it operated. And so there was no sense of value to an email just because it was so hard to get an email. There was this Tom Hanks movie, Meg Ryan movie. If you watch it now, it looks so different than it did at the time because it feels much more like a stalker movie. And I'm sorry if that's your favorite movie, but hindsight's 2020. I watched it just like everyone else. And it used to be so exciting to get an email that we wanted an announcement. And AOL had this special sound, you've got mail. And it was so ubiquitous in our society. People were so excited by it. No one even thought about the idea of turning off that alert. 
because getting email was so rare and precious. Now I get maybe a thousand emails a day. So I would be getting that noise all the time. Before I moved away from America about seven years ago when I was living in Florida, I used to get so many alerts. I had all of my different email addresses connected to my phone from all my different business names and product names. I used to have a different website for each of my products. Now they're all on Serve the Masters on one site, but I had them all on different sites. And I would get emails all the time. So my phone would always be buzzing in my pocket. It eventually got to the point where I had a major problem with phantom buzzing, which is where I would think my phone had buzzed. It felt like it buzzed, but it hadn't. Big psychological issue. That's when I knew I'm way overdoing it. I used to feel like it was so cool to be on call all the time, to always be available, always be checking email. And the truth is, it really doesn't matter. I check email once a day now, sometimes twice a day, if I'm doing a little bit of cleanup, like once at the beginning and once at the end of the day. But I don't need to check it all the time. There's no emergencies. The biggest type of emergency that I get is usually a support request and those go to a separate email that now I have someone working on it all the time. So it doesn't have to be me, but if I'm asleep, it still gets checked. So the support email, of course, needs continuous monitoring. So you get a really fast turnaround and we have a help desk software and all that stuff. But email now, because I get so many email addresses to my business email, of course, I don't keep it a secret. I'm constantly unsubscribing from mailing lists and trying to get off all these lists that I never signed up for. So I'm on so many spam lists, just like we all end up, that getting me to enter my email address on a website is a really big deal. And I know it's the same for you. And I want you to have that mindset. Of course, there's all these different laws like CanSpan and GDPR and a lot of compliance issues that say you can't be sneaky anymore. You have to tell people, hey, not only are you getting this free gift, you're getting added to a mailing list. And so they're making it harder. And of course, the standard response of any government is to focus on the people that aren't breaking the rules, all the people that are white hat marketers, and completely ignore all the problems with the spammers. I have a friend who I don't do business with, but it's someone I know and I've met in person who sends out tens of thousands of spam emails every single day and it still goes through that process. There's loads of people and it works. They make money sending emails to people that never asked for it. And those never get stopped. But people like you and me are who the government goes after because that's who they can, right? They like to make an example to make it look like they're law and order. And so we have to make sure that we're compliant as part of this process. And so with everything I give you today, remember that the rules are constantly changing. If you're in different countries, the rules are more and more complicated. I know the rules, for example, right now are the most complex in Italy. There's all these rules like you can't even show a website until someone clicks a permission button for cookies. I use a special plugin called IUbenda that manages all of my compliances because I can't keep up to date. Every time there's a new law, you have to manually change different pages on your website. I'm not great about that. I don't keep up with constitutional law in Italy. So I have software that helps me to do that. And I'll post a link to IUbenda in the show notes. I've been using them for a while. I think it's like $19 a year. Totally worth it because it takes away the worry. And of course, if you want a shortcut, you can just look at my privacy policy and my cookie pages and all those different policy pages and just copy them and model them. That's what I did. I modeled someone else when I was first starting. But just pay attention to when there's updates so you can model my new versions of my pages. So all that means when you're asking for an email address, the barrier is much harder than it used to be. So we have the barrier of spam emails and people give their email for nothing. The second barrier is can spam law. The third barrier is GDPR. And so there's all these laws that make it harder and harder for you. And so people are more and more protective of their email addresses. And that's because people who, a lot of places you give your email address will abuse you. They'll sell your email address to loads of places. If you don't know what I'm talking about, donate $5 to a charity or watch what happens to your inbox and your home address. When I was in high school, I donated, I believe it was five or maybe $10 to Amnesty International. I was a big fan. I used to be part of their campaigns. And guess what? They sold the heck out of my information. I started getting dozens of letters from different charities throughout the same end of the spectrum. 
And it took me a while to figure out what was going on. I was like, why am I getting emails for all these things? It was actually physical letters from all the places I've never heard of. And I understand now exactly what happened. They sold my information, probably for more than my donation. So lesson learned. All this means that emails have a lot of value. And that's why we're going to purchase email addresses using a barter system. When you're creating a gift, you don't want it to be equal to what someone's paying. I learned this from one of my friends who was a great car salesman. He said, a deal is one where both people walk away really happy. If both people think they got the better of the other person, that's a great deal. He said, that's how you know you did a good car deal. If you both feel happy, you got a good price, you made a good commission, and your customer feels like they got a good price, and so they're happy and they can afford what their monthly payments are going to be. The better your deal is for your visitors, the more they feel like they got something really good. So you want to give a really, really good gift. And you want to make it sound really good and you want to deliver on it. And if something goes wrong, you want to try and fix it. Last night, I got an email from someone who had opted in for one of my free gifts and it didn't arrive. There are now three people on my team going through the process. One is going through our emails to see what went wrong with that system. One is going through the opt-in page to see what went wrong there. And the third person, my tech person, is going through the whole back end to make sure this doesn't happen again. We want to figure out why this person didn't get their gift. Three members of my team, 30% of my staff, is trying to fix an opt-in issue that only one person experienced. That's how important it is to me. And if you're the person that's happened to and you're listening to this episode, well, now you know how important it is to me. When people email in problems, I send them to my team all the time. Anytime a page is broken, and we get these all the time because I've been in operation for five years. Sometimes a, a page has a link from like five years ago, still active somehow. Things slip through the cracks no matter how much maintenance we do. What this all means is that your free gift must be valuable. It should be the best thing you can afford to give away. I know this is a mindset shift. I talk about this a lot in my new book, Project Hydra. We have to escape the mindset of just good enough. Here's why. When I was living in London, I saw a poster for some action book. And the poster was like, if you bring a fist, he'll bring a knife. If you bring a knife, he'll bring a pistol. If you bring a pistol, he'll bring a... And then it named a specific gun, like an AR... I think it even said like AR, automatic AR-15 with 7.62 millimeter NATO rounds. I was like, that's really specific. And I thought it was too long, but it was for some, it's some series of action books that are really popular in England. They're not as popular in America. Can't remember the name of that action star. The point here of that billboard that I saw on the subway was that we don't want to do minor escalations. We don't want to be the bidder at an auction that's going one penny more, one penny more, one penny more, one penny more, because we're constantly having to create new gifts. So let's just create an artificial measuring scale. Let's say the average free gift is worth $10. And you want to draw attention and you want people to still give you their email address. So you make something that's worth $10.01. Then everyone else sees that and they all start creating gifts that are worth $10.02. What do you have to do? Make one that's $10.03. And you end up having to constantly reinvent and improve your value and you're in a state of flux because something that was good this week is not as good next week. What you instead want to do, instead of going for the barest minimum, go the maximum that you can afford to give so you don't have to do it over and over again. This is why you can get most of my books for $10 on Amazon or for free on my website if you pay attention. Because I'll give you something that other people pay 10 bucks for. No problem. That's real value. That's not just a theoretical value. And you can actually get loads of books and courses that are worth a lot more than that just by hanging out with me because I love giving stuff away. I'm a big fan and a believer of extreme giving. That's the centerpiece of my business philosophy. The more I give away, the faster my business grows. I literally cannot give away enough free stuff. This podcast was on hiatus for three years because of my eyes. There's a load of issues. I don't want to talk about it all the time because I know it's not the most interesting topic, but because of my eye problems, I had to switch to dictation of everything I do from my books to my blog posts. And that means the podcast was the first thing that got pushed to the side, especially because I was doing five episodes a week, which was destroying my voice and wearing me out. And it, I used to get up 
for the first 161 episodes, I would get up at five in the morning and then I started getting up at four in the morning just to be up early enough that you wouldn't hear motorcycles blasting by in the middle of the night. Unfortunately, that stopped existing. Didn't matter what time of night I would get up, there would always be motorcycles and roosters and barking dogs and the background noise. And now I finally had this revelation. I said, you know what? As I restarted this after three years, I said, it doesn't matter. I have to be honest with you guys. There is background noise. I can't control it. I don't have access to a studio. I can't build an isolation room and I can't be in a room like that because of my eyes. It's actually really, really good for me. This is a part of my medical treatment. I have to be outside in the sun and I walk around while I record these. That's why you hear the wind and maybe even hear my footsteps so that I can look at the sun, look away from the sun, look at the sun, look away from the sun and get a little bit of exercise, keep my body moving, keeps my energy up. I physically can't do a podcast in the old way of sitting inside at my desk with my more expensive audio equipment. And I appreciate you guys for bearing with me. I finally said, I just have to be honest with you guys. I want to create the content. I know for some people, the background noise, it's a little bit much. And I know that when we do, I do episodes where I, with Paris, my phone won't let me use my, my microphone for some reason. So I have to use the phone mic and it doesn't sound perfect. I know that. And I finally said, you know what? I'd rather 80% of the people be happy with it and 20% not listen because the audio is not good enough than not get out content for anyone. So because you're here now, I know you're bearing with me and I appreciate that. It means a lot to me. And this all circles back to give away the best thing that you can. That's the first step of the mindset. The second thing is your free gift should be the start of a funnel. And we're going to get into a lot more detail about funnel design and how to monetize a funnel and how to make money on day zero of your relationship with new clients and new customers or visitors, whatever term you want to use in the next episode. So make sure you listen to the tripwire episode. Here's how a funnel works. A funnel basically means there's a series of pages in a row that someone will see each time they say yes, that are of increasing value and decreasing value once they're deeper into the funnel. So you hear these other terms and I'm going to explain them to you. You may already know there's like, first thing we have is our freebie. That's the start of our funnel. Now that's how our customer will experience it. First, they'll see your free gift. Then they'll see your tripwire offer, which I'll teach you all about in the next episode. Then they're going to see a larger offer and then they're going to see your upsells. So an example would be you have a free gift. Someone says yes. Then you say, Hey, you know what? You want a mini course for $7 while you're here? They go, yeah. Hey, do you want 20 mini courses for $27? Even more value? Yeah, great. Hey, do you want four of my flagship courses for the price of one? And someone goes, yeah, that sounds like a great deal. And it actually is. <laughs> so one of the cheapest ways to get all of my programs is the first day you visit my website. That's the kind of funnel we're going to build. Now, when we're designing our free gift, we're going to go in the opposite end. We go, what's the most expensive thing I want to offer people the first time they visit my website? What's the thing in front of it? What's the thing in front of it? Then what's the free thing that makes sense to lead there? This is the secret. This is the secret sauce of the Hydra system, which is my advanced flagship training course. Okay. Everything I do, my entire business model falls under the Hydra system. And the part I'm teaching you right now is extreme giving module, the giving away part. And so when we're designing a free gift. We have to know where we're going. Destination is the most important thing you can learn. In my life, until I was 27, I was awful at dating. I was awful at communication. I was awful at dating. In fact, I, was, I didn't have any friends until I was 17. So to me, until I was 17, I started learning how to make friends with other men and other guys. And then another 10 years later, I learned how to communicate with women by reading a whole bunch of books. And what I realized is that when you're in a conversation with someone and there's no destination, you don't know what you want to happen. Whether I'm talking to a man or a woman, whether I'm networking or trying to make a new friend, if I don't have a goal, I never get there. You just end up driving in circles and circles and eventually the conversation peters out. You can have an amazing conversation with someone, but if you don't ask for their contact details and say, hey, I'd like to do business with you, I'd like to be friends with you, I'd like to date you, whatever your goal is, if you don't ever express it, they never know and you walk away going, huh, that was a great conversation. Too bad I'll never see that person ever again. So we have to plan from our destination. Our goal is to create a 
free gift that's a part of a logical progression. Now, what will happen as far as mechanics is when someone is on your opt-in page, your free gift page, whether it's a pop-up or a sidebar or whatever, you say, hey, you got this amazing free gift, and the next page they see is your tripwire page, your discount offer, seven or $17, something under $20. And at the end of your free gift, let's say they go and read your book instead, at the end of your free gift, your free PDF, you should offer that same thing a second chance. Go, hey, I know you missed it, but here's your second chance to get my blueprint for $7. That's what you'll see at the end of my PDFs. I gave you a second chance. Because we know our progression, now we create a logical sequence. Now, how do you design your free gift? What are the, what's the mentality? What's the structure? Great question that you didn't ask yet, but I think you would have asked it right now. And is that you want to start from creating something people want and that they can consume in one hour or that it's easy for you to make. Those are the two ways to build it. Now, what you can do, this is not what I do, but you can come up with a bunch of ideas and then test and see which one people click on the most and then actually make it. That's not what I do. That's one way of testing it. So that's why I like to do easy to make so you can just make a bunch of stuff. Now, if you go to my free gift pages and we'll give you a link at the end of this episode to the free gift of the show for today, those free gifts actually took me a really long time to make. The average time to make each of those free gifts was three months because there was a whole process. I, I would outline the gift. Then I would dictate the text for the gift. Then the text would go to my transcription team. It would go through the transcription software. Someone would manually clean up the transcription. Then it would go to Alice, my editor. She would clean up the transcript and turn it into something that's really clean. What she does is take what I said and turn it into what I meant to say, which is probably the most brilliant gift a person can have. I cannot express how wonderful she is as an editor. Then she sends it back to me. I go to my stock photo site and I start picking images to go throughout the gift. You'll notice these guides are very, very visual. My new batch of free gifts have lots and lots of images in them. So I want to go to that next level where they look like magazines and they're beautiful and they're fun. I took a long time. And having like 12 of these means I spent a lot of time. I was able to do them mostly concurrently. The last one I'm working on, the one I'm working on right now, I still haven't finished is the how to make your first thousand dollars this month guide. It's my new updated guide that I've done a lot of changes since the last time I built it out. And for this one, I actually having a bunch of custom drawings of me made, like a picture of me hiding from my landlord when I couldn't afford to pay the rent and a picture of me driving through a snowstorm, all these different things that are in that book. So that one's going to be the coolest looking one. So I went above and beyond besides a custom cover, almost every image that will be custom. My artists are working on that process. And that means that's part of the why it takes three months. Once all the custom drawings are either drawn or I've chosen the stock photos, and usually I'll choose like three variations so the designer have a couple to choose from, then I take all of that giant uh, file, all of the images, and then I add them into the Word document and I send them to my designer who designs one to four PDF pages a day. That's about the pace they work at. So it can take one to two weeks for them to format a PDF for me because they're all 10 to 20 or 30 pages long. And then you have the revision process. And again, this is where Alice steps in. I send her the PDF. She marks in red all the things that need to be changed, sends it back, goes back and forth a couple of times, and eventually it's done. Then it's on to the next one. That's a big process. Not easy to make, but it's easy to consume. You could read any of these PDFs in about an hour. That's my design. And I'm going to give you a little hint about the next lesson. When I talk about a tripwire, a tripwire is something that should be consumed in an afternoon. If you go through any of my blueprints, my blueprint course, it should take you about four hours to go through everything, whether you're listening to the audios or reading all the text, not to implement. It can take longer to implement, of course, but for you to consume and absorb the information, it's about an afternoon. It's how I measure value. Free gift is about one hour. It can be super valuable. It's not about the value, it's about the time. That's how I separate it. I try to make it as good as I can. Um, when I give away one of my actual books, like my books from Amazon, obviously those take longer to consume, but for anything I create specifically to be a giveaway that I don't sell, that I only give away, that's how I design that structure. Now, the last thing we want to talk about, since this is what you want to get to, is designing a great opt-in. 
The secret is, if you're giving away something good, it's easy to tell people how good it is. You might have been hoping that this whole lesson would be about how to design the perfect headline or how to design the subheadline and those pieces. Here's what it is. The headline is, I've created an amazing gift. Here's how your life will be different after you read it. For example, if you were to go to servedmaster.com front slash unicorn and check out my affiliate unicorn blueprint, when you go through that course, it will help you to find the best affiliate programs for you to recommend. And along the way, you'll find your unicorn, which is the horse you're going to ride to maximum profitability. The secret to being really successful as an affiliate is finding your main program and leaning into it and just doing as much as you can to promote that one offer. Once you find that special unicorn for you, you'll discover that 80% of your evergreen affiliate commissions come from one source. So that means that's where you want to focus. And the sooner you can find that unicorn, the faster you make a lot of money. So that's an easy promise. Now, I don't have that website in front of me right now, so I can't remember the headline on the opt-in page. So we can come up with something fresh right now. Say, find the affiliate offer that will pay your bills this month, right? That's an easy promise to keep. And that's all it does. It teaches you how to find the right affiliate program and how to separate the good from the great. And so we're, our headline is really what will someone be able to do? What superpower will they have? Or how will their life be different after they consume this? How will their life be different one hour from now? And if I just say, find your perfect affiliate program, that's a little bit bland, right? That's not salesy enough, but it's true. And we just take that and go, how can I make that sound jazzier? How can I make that sound more exciting? Then we either have an image or a little video. I tend to use an image right now. I've got videos in lots of places, but right now for most of my landing pages, especially for opt-ins, you don't put a video, you just have a little bit of text. So I'll have an image, which is a 3D image that looks like a magazine cover or it looks like a box, affiliate unicorn. It's a picture of like a purple unicorn. I think it's a box for affiliate unicorn. I can't remember because I'm lots of designs and I'm not on a computer right now. I do know it's purple because I chose the color. I was very excited by that. It has lots and lots of pictures of unicorns in it, which you're going to love. Then there's the text on the other side, and you have two elements. You can have a subheadline that's like, here's all the great things that you'll learn when you go through this guide, and you got some bullet points. The bullet points are what we call so what's or benefits. So you can say, in this guide, you'll learn how to one, two, three, four. You'll learn how to find the affiliate programs that are paying you what you're actually worth. Number two, you'll learn how to get a bonus so they'll raise your actual commissions. Bluehost used to pay me $65 per referral, now it's 75. That's a more than 10% increase. I'm not going to say the exact number because I don't want to do an improper calculation while, while I'm live recording, but that's the second thing you'll learn. A third thing that you'll learn or be able to do is find products and offers that pay you for life. I have someone who pays me about $20 a month, and I sent an email recommending their product, I don't know, seven years ago. It's pretty cool. You'll learn how to calculate whether you should go for the big payday or the small payday over time. The big payment up front or the long monthly payment. Same thing that you have to decide if you win the lottery. That decision-making calculus, that information, is all in the guide. And then we just want to jazz it up and make it sound good. So let's say the first thing is you learn how to get a bonus. The first thing you learn is that 10% increase, right? How to get paid 10% more on every offer you promote. So what? The process you always want to say is, so what? Or what's in it for me? So I say, so what? Well, that means you can get a 10% raise without doing any extra work. Now, that's interesting. If I said to you, how would you like to click one button and increase your revenue by 10%? What if you could click a button on your boss's forehead, if you're still working, and he give you 10% raise? That would be insane. Magical. There's almost no company that will give you a 10% raise for doing the exact same work. So that's pretty cool. And that's how we start to do our bullet points. And I have loads of 
walkthroughs and guides to help you through that process. And I have a free gift that's all about copywriting that will help you get better at that. If you go to surmaster.com front slash ultimate, you can get the ultimate swipe file where I have over 600 pages of ads that will show you when you can just copy and paste any of that information because it's all 100 years old, which means that a copyright. You don't have to worry about getting in trouble if you accidentally plagiarize because you're outside the zone. Now, that's not legal advice, so you can always double check that with your lawyer, but you're much better learning from old ads just in case you accidentally copy a phrase. Then, below our bullet points, what we need is a call to action. You have to tell people what to do. Enter your best email below to get this guide. And then below the button, you know, there's a spot to enter the email address. You can do for first name, first name, last name, a button, whatever you want to do. I just do email addresses. I don't ask for names. Everyone eventually enters their, their name into my system, I've discovered. Probably 80% of the people on my email list, my email list now knows their first names because they've entered it somewhere else in the cycle. But you can decide to do that. If you like to write, hey, first name at the start of your emails, I don't do that. But that's okay. That's up to you. You can do all that. Then you have to do all of your compliance stuff. So you might have to have a checkbox that says, oh, when you grab this free gift, you're also going to get on my mailing list and I'll send you more free gifts and more, lots of cool stuff. And sometimes I recommend products that I make. Just depends on the compliance. Compliance stuff is always changing. That's quite ephemeral. So that's just what it is right now, but it may change. And below the button, you say we're can't spam and GDPR and get it out of compliant and all of those things. So that may change what you have to put below the button or where you have to put that stuff. But the general idea is big benefit, what you'll be able to do in an hour. Four, imagine a future where you can do these four things or here's how your life will improve. Here's what you need to do. Give me your email address, enter it right here, and then the button. That's the process. I know it sounds simpler because there's less content on one of these forms, but it's actually harder because you have less to work with. It's a lot harder to write a really good five-minute speech than it is to write a really good hour-long speech because you have a lot more room for mistake because you have a lot more room for greatness. So the shortcut to writing great copy, there's two shortcuts. Number one is proof. Any proof you have that your free gift works. The reason it's easier to give away my books is because I have loads of five-star reviews and testimonials I can just copy and paste from Amazon. And if you don't have lots of proof, then you have to have lots of value. And that means if you're give away something really good, then it's easy to write copy. It's really hard. It's really, really hard to write a great sales page for something that stinks or something you don't believe in that much. If you think you're giving away something that's worth a thousand dollars or something that you think will really help people will actually save people money, it's so easy to sell that, right? It's easy to sell things that actually work. So that's the secret to writing and creating opt-in forms. They get massive conversion rates, explode your mailing list, and then you can monetize, which I'm going to teach you how to do in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back next Tuesday with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you Tuesday. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Serve No Master podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode.